All right, welcome back. Good to have you with us. You know, yesterday was a, was an interesting day on Capitol Hill because FBI Director Christopher Wray uh, testified before the House Judiciary. And, and this is part of regularly scheduled oversight uh, that Christopher Wray participates in. But they covered a number of issues uh, ranging from Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, uh, surveillance on on Catholics, particularly pro-life Catholics. Uh, there was a focus on Bank of America and the FBI working with them to pull uh, credit card and debit card records, receipts from people who were in the nation's capital on January 5th and January 6th. And it, w- it was at time a cantankerous meeting, depending on which line of questioning you were following, whether they had an R in front of their name or a D in front of their name. Uh, but but it was a, a, a an interesting kind of look into what the FBI is dealing with and along party lines generally c- kind of the the underlying tone of the feelings of the American people, uh, depending on what political persuasion you subscribe to. Ashley Hayek is a political strategist with America's First Works, and she is the executive director there. And she joins us this afternoon on just that. Uh, Ashley, great to have you with us. What did you make of the hearing? Because, you know, I thought Christopher Ray, who is a Republican, who was uh, put in that seat by by Donald Trump, is is really a, a pretty conservative guy, pushed back hard on a lot of line of questioning from Republicans, and then were lobbed some softballs by Democrats. Um, but before we get into kind of the nuts and bolts of it, what, what did you make of it yesterday? Yeah, I do think that the line of questioning uh, that we heard from the Republicans and the Democrats, Republicans being much more direct, um, much more demanding accountability, whereas the Democrats were lobbying more softball questions to your point, that's not really reflective of where the American people are today. You know, 37% of Americans have a favorable view of the FBI. There's an enormous amount of distrust in government, and rightfully so, uh, the reason that you list. And I think that the big problem that we're seeing is that, you know, when asked about the FBI's investigation with the financial activity of the Biden family, he's refusing to answer the question. Um, our justice system has become partisan. It's hyper, uh, hyper-politicized. The American people would expect this from Cuba or Venezuela, not from the United States. And we have a, a judicial judicial system that's been weaponized and the FBI that's potentially compromised. Now, I know a lot of folks have been saying he's Republican, he was appointed by Trump. Um, I think that should only underscore the fact that his office should have the utmost integrity and that it should not we should not be asking what the political background of a law enforcement agency is. Um, but their history allows us to question. The other part of this is the, the the question of weaponizing the FBI came up a lot yesterday. And and I think the FBI, in, in two important situations, admitted that mistakes were made. There were errors in their judgment or, or, or their investigative practices, whether it was about Hillary Clinton and her and her emails that she had on her private server or as it related to information that inevitably led to the Trump-Russia investigation and then a subsequent um, uh, action by the House of Representatives to impeach Donald Trump. Uh, And and highlighted in the Durham report, he said that the FBI just blatantly uh, ignored a lack of evidence that propelled them forward in their investigation. Uh, I'm curious to know that if you believe from from, from the American public's perspective... If admitting to those mistakes or errors, does that justify 
what we are now seeing from the FBI, because I think a lot of people say, well, oh, that's really ironic timing that you admitted those errors then uh, from from years ago. But now everything seems to be on the up and up. What do you make of that? I don't think he actually admitted much of anything, to be honest. You know, one of the things he was asked about was what happened to those FBI agents? What happened to the security clearance status of the FBI personnel who participated in the crossfire hurricane investigation? And his response was every employee uh, was referred to another office. That's not accountability. You know, he, he was asked about all of the different pieces of the Biden family. And his response was, well, I wasn't necessarily aware of that. That doesn't actually give me a lot of hope that what they are doing is linking to accountability, responsibility, transparency, um, or, or having some level of correction of the mistakes that were made. He really deferred a, a lot of things in his testimony, and Republicans have an obligation to call him back when he is able to collect that information and get his story straight. I think the the more pressing matter for people, though, uh, for the most part, is the, the the surveillance that's done from the FBI. Now, I think that that certainly the FBI should have the autonomy in some cases based on warrants, based on on credible evidence that they receive, that that they should be able to to surveil people uh, if it's a if it's a matter of national security, if people's lives are in jeopardy, uh, etc. But we have also seen the FBI, whether it was January 5th and 6th, asking banks to pull uh, receipts from people who were in town uh, around that time, or uh, whether you're dealing with with pro-life Catholics in this country. And and Christopher Ray, I thought it was a a, a bit of a, a telling line of questioning. And and they asked him, you know, did you did you feel like you needed that information? And he said, yeah, well, we pulled that information, and I'm and I'm paraphrasing. But then he said we didn't use it. So they're able to pull that information, and, and the thing that we didn't get answered was, well, did you did you go through that information? Did you comb through that information? When did you come to the realization that you didn't need to utilize that information? And so that that was a, a part of the questioning that I would have liked that we didn't get. But but from from a from a five thousand foot view, I think people can say, well, geez, you should have done something with Hillary Clinton or the Russia investigation was was built on a house of cards. But but if you're surveilling me based on my political beliefs, well, we've got a, pro- a different problem altogether. Right. And it's not that they're surveilling you as an individual person. He could not answer how many thousands of people were being sur- were under surveillance. Was it a hundred thousand people, two hundred thousand people, a million people? He could not give a single answer as to the, ne- the number of innocent Americans that were being looked at. They said that uh, there's been evidence that some of these agents have been looking up ex-boyfriends or girlfriends. Like, that is not an appropriate use of, number one, our taxpayer dollars, but number two, the most private information that people think is supposed to be protected. So I'm not sure that we can necessarily even trust this institution to continue to have this authority over the American people at this point in time, because we don't know what they're going to do with it, whether you're a pro-life um, American, whether you're a Catholic American, whether you're a you know, gun-purchasing American. Uh, these are all questions, and these are, there's, there's been no clarity as to whether or not people that have abused this have, been, have received any sort of punishment or accountability. 
what does the FBI need to do to restore the, the trust of the American people? And I'm not saying that everybody distrusts the FBI, but I think with that job in that department, there was always a little bit of skepticism. Um, and that has been historically true, I think, throughout the duration of the FBI. Um, so I, I don't believe that it's 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 uncommon for people to to kind of look at the FBI FBI sideways and wonder if they're doing things on the up and up and whether that's surveillance or whatever. What do, what do they need to do to restore the trust of the American people in their institution, in the work that they do? Because it's an important job. It's an important part of our of our system. But 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 there is I, I think there is a growing number of people that have a, an unfavorable view or, or a certain distrust in the FBI. What do they need to do to correct that? Great question. Number one, we need new leadership at the FBI. Number two, you need to clear out the culture of um, leaking. There's so much leaking, and as long as they continue to leak to the media, people are going to question their integrity, and it's supposed to be an agency based on integrity and trust. Uh, Number three, there should be public consequences for people who act inappropriately and had a, a security clearance. Number four, they need to decentralize the power. We need less swamp. We need more power to the American people. Um, and this can be done actually by separating the FBI's counterintelligence and law enforcement mm-hmm. authorities. There are several agencies in government. Yeah. Um, there's lots of government that can take on those responsibilities. And the last thing I'll say is um, if they decide to extend FISA, if Congress decides to do that this year, then create the civil and or criminal penalties for people who abuse, abuse that. Uh, Ashley Hayek, thank you so much for your time and insight. I appreciate it very much. We'll talk again soon. Thank you. I'd love to get your thoughts on this. 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. We'll get to your calls and texts next here on JR Afternoon.